Why is there no female in the Christian Trinity? The Christian idea of the Trinity is another doctrine that originated in ancient Kemet, but was changed. If you've watched more than one of my videos, you will find that so many of the answers about Christianity that you thought could never be answered were actually hidden away in ancient Kemet for almost 2,000 years. The Christian Trinity of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit is no different. It's supposed to be a creative trinity, but unfortunately, with Christianity, anything that could possibly infer something sexual relating to God had to be deleted. In the case of the Christian trinity, the feminine aspect had to be deleted from any part in creation that would imply a sexual union of any kind. That would be blasphemy according to Christianity. This, of course, runs afoul of the trinity's origins in the ancient African spiritual science of Kemet. Because man mirrored all of nature, they taught that for anything to be created, there has to be two opposite functions of masculine and feminine. The number three was a sacred number in many ancient circles. In ancient Africa and Kemet, there were more than one trinity. The number three represented a couple of things depending on which aspect you focused on. There is a basic anthropomorphic principle to describe creation, which is analogous to seed, soil, and fruit. In other words, there has to be a seed that is implanted in the soil that then eventually bears fruit. Another level to the Trinity is the anthropomorphic ideas divine masculine, divine feminine, and divine child. As an archetype, the Trinity represents a relationship that has the ability to create something. It's two opposites that create a third aspect. For example, two people can spark desire within each other. A canvas and an artist can create inspiration. This implies the third thing, or the created, can be intangible. Geometrically, in African spiritual science, the triangle forms the first surface. Metaphysically, the triangle is intangible. But the relationship formed from it always creates the foundation of that which is tangible, or the number four. The only case where the trinity is not masculine, feminine, and child is that very instant of creation of the physical universe when Atum, Ra, and Ptah created the universe. This is based in numerology and numbers having passive and active principles. In ancient mathematical philosophy, any even number was considered to be feminine because it was stable, not volatile, and could be divided evenly. This is because the ancients saw the natural function of the feminine as the nurturer that fed and nurtured creation. The ancient Africans would symbolize the concept with Isis that had an exposed breast to feed her child. The odd numbers were considered masculine because they were volatile and could not be divided evenly as even numbers could. That made them active and therefore searching for something that could stabilize them. Hence, the seed always searches for the soil or foundation of the feminine. But at the instant of creation, there was an outward or active explosion that created the universe according to the Big Bang Theory. That means that in the initial nanosecond of that instant of expansion, everything was active and unstable. If I'm going to give the Christian fathers the benefit of the doubt as to why the feminine was not included in their rendition of the Trinity, then it has to be at the initial nanosecond of creation. But 
Based on the history of the church in relation to women, I'm going to surmise that the absence of the feminine within Christianity is not following mathematical philosophy, but as usual, an affront to women throughout history. As stated before, the Trinity expressed a universal philosophical principle within ancient comedic spiritual science. Therefore, there were many trinities, or as the ancient Greeks would call them, triads. In the African theological system, these triads were present on all levels of creation. They represented the idea through the names of the different netters and their relationships on those levels. You always saw a triad that represented the seed, the soil, and the fruit, or the masculine, feminine, and child. The initial trinity in comedic science was Atum, Yeuseus, and Yeusa. If you've watched my videos on Atum titled, Where Did God Come From? and Eve Didn't Come From Adam's Rib, I explained Atum in some detail. As I've attempted to show that the Bible is no more than a rewritten fringe aspect of the ancient African and Egyptian mystery school esoteric wisdom. But Yeusaeus, or the Great Mother, is absent within Christian doctrines. The absence of the feminine is quite apparent when you unearth the triad of Atum. Again, if you've watched my videos titled, Did Jesus Raise Lazarus from the Dead? Or, Did Jesus Die on the Cross for My Sins? I give you a breakdown of the English name Jesus, or the letter J, that didn't exist before the 16th century. The origin of the name came from the Egyptian word Yehu the Su, which meant the ever-coming sun. Well, Yehuseus meant the ever-coming or great mother. These were both present with the formation of Atum and the universe within the African spiritual science, but not Christianity. So as Ricky Ricardo would say to the Catholic Church, Lucy, you have some splaining to do. Now, Again, as with all the information within my short videos, there is a lot more depth to this knowledge. It can go in many different directions. So do not take this as a totality of comedic knowledge being presented. You have more to study. All of this knowledge is based in African science. Again, what we call science and spirituality today, the ancient Africans saw it as finding out about the depths of nature and how it could be applied to your life. Today, we compartmentalize science and spirituality as two different areas of study. The ancient Africans did not. They knew that our physical world came out of the metaphysical. The church nowadays is more concerned with their erroneous idea of salvation of your soul than the problems we have in everyday life. Ancient Africans' idea of salvation is completely different. But for the sake of argument, they wouldn't separate spirituality from any aspect of the life you live. Unlike Christianity that would compartmentalize life into secular and non-secular. Therefore, there's no need for you to be at odds with all that goes on in your life as if it's separating you from spirit. Within the African diaspora in the United States, my ancestors were forced to accept Christian teachings as slaves. Consider this. Not one plantation owner would give a slave anything that would uplift and inspire them to do more, be more, and have more. This is well documented. They were forbidden to read, yet they were handed a Bible. Why? Why today would any of the descendants of Africans believe the Bible was meant to be a book of upliftment for us?
Why would a woman want to subscribe to a book that starts out with a woman that is said to cause a downfall of mankind? What amount of cognitive dissonance must one endure to believe? These are questions that should be examined deeply, but are rarely done by believers. The time has come to question. So with the idea of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the church cut out the feminine in doctrines. But as ancient metaphysical science, spirit is the soil in which any seed of desire must be planted in order to manifest. The Holy Spirit is the Great Mother. Again, the church and its record of not acknowledging women as sovereign beings is put on display in their doctrines. Hell, Jesus came from a virgin. Really? According to the Bible, Mary couldn't even conceive in a natural way. It had to be a miracle to make their dogma and doctrine right. You mean it was okay for God to sleep with a married woman? Oh, she was impregnated by the Spirit. But the Spirit is feminine. Makes sense, right? Wrong. But the ancient African spiritual science was connected to show how nature functioned in every way. The concepts expressed were based on the philosophy of how the metaphysical becomes physical. How a soul comes to inhabit a physical body and anything in existence. So many of the Christian fathers were so negative about the world that they lived in that they believed a child should not be birthed into this world. They of course understand that sex is what caused it. Many of them wanted to outlaw sex even in marriage. So in their warped minds, God couldn't participate in or be associated with anything sexual. The ancient Africans, of course, expressed God in ways they saw as natural in nature. The ancient Africans, of course, expressed God in many ways they saw as natural in nature. Male and female copulation and subsequent pregnancy and birth of a child became the analogies to express metaphysical functions of nature that created why would nature not be nature before mankind was created? Mankind came from nature, so we became the mirror to how nature functioned. We are the image of the creator, right? Even Christianity gets that right. Therefore, woman, or at least her function as the womb, the nurturer, and the birther of creation had to be present from the beginning. The feminine principle was acknowledged by the ancient Africans as the aspect of nature, or netter, they called Noon. Noon was the original mother. Out of the watery womb of Noon came Atum and all of creation. Atum was the Alpha and the Omega. In ancient African spirituality, the function of the woman was simply natural and necessary for creation. Without her, nothing would exist. The natural function of the seed and soil is needed to create anything, be it a star, a thought, or a child. So, why was there not a woman in the Christian idea of a trinity? Because they weren't concerned about the natural order of the universe, plain and simple. All indigenous people recognize their place as part of nature, not separate from it. The ancient Africans were no different. All of Europe believed that they should have dominion over nature. Their God was even separate from nature. The Christian Trinity is unnatural on all levels of creation of anything. Think about it. 
Even Eve was birthed from the rib of a man, and all the earth being populated was from their first two male children. I once asked a Christian, how could the whole earth be populated from two male children? Of course, in their mind, the Bible is not in error, so they had to make up a story to fit the narrative right on the spot. Their answer? Incest was allowed back then. O-M-G. To my sisters, many of your brothers recognize your strength, your beauty, your intelligence, and perseverance in the face of untold atrocities against you. I want to acknowledge you as the foundation of creation and all that we are as a people is because of the strength of mothers, grandmothers, and their mother's endurance. As a member of the African diaspora and recognition of our ancestors, you'll never be relegated to second class or an afterthought as the Catholic Church perversion of ancient African teachings known as Christianity has done. Without you, there would be no existence. I hope you enjoyed this presentation and that it was informative. Please like and share with anyone that would find this knowledge empowering and enlightening.